0: guys people on today's show i want to know who is your king that's right we are going to read the bible in first samuel and check out the story about when israel requested a king and then we're also going to relate that to this viral post that i had that had like just a whole bunch of shares like more than i ever had before and People was cussing me out going crazy because I talked about inflation. Last but not least, I give you a what in the world where I got jipped out of some money, I think. But sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. In Inspire guys, Inspire people, guys, people. Guys, the Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Happy Thanksgiving, people. It's Thanksgiving week. I'm excited to be sitting and talking to you today. Uh, Thanksgiving is actually tomorrow. So depending on when you hear this um, at the time of recording, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I got a great show on deck today. We're going to jump into the Bible um, and look at, you know, what Samuel Chapter One, and uh I'm sorry, first Samuel Chapter Eight, I believe is where we're gonna be, um, look at Samuel chapter eight, and um, this is when Israel requests a king, um, so yeah, we're gonna check that out, and then, believe it or not, um, when I started recording this, um, we're prepping to record, I had this idea once I started figuring out what I was gonna talk about, like I wanna do a song called "Is this your King, so I did a um just like a verse and a half or something like that. I actually stopped and been recording the song. Um, And uh, I'm going to let y'all hear what that sound like. It's not necessarily finished, but, you know, when I had these ideas on the fly, I got to get them out. Then we got some cool topics we're going to talk about. Um, What in the world? I'm going to tell y'all about uh, this experience that I had yesterday. Um, This $89 coupon for some people to come clean events in our house. And I'm going to tell you how that turned out because it, Definitely won $89 at the end of the day. Um, and then lastly, and I don't know if this is in order or not, but lastly, we are gonna do a let's get social. And um, I had a post that went viral, man, a semi-viral. I don't know what I don't know what viral really is, but um, it had a hundred thousand shares, a few thousand likes or reactions. And I just want to kick it with y'all about some of the interesting things that I unpacked in that post. Like what the post was, but also how people responded to it. I got cussed out quite a bit, like real-life cuss words. People hate me for the post. And, uh, of course, I got a lot of support for the post as well. And I'm going to be real, both of those surprised me because I had no idea, absolutely no idea I wasn't posting this, making this post to be controversial. I didn't think I was being like even, I didn't think it was anything more different than, hey, the 50 to 100 of people that like or react to my post every day. That was what I expected. So we'll talk about that. So a lot of things to get into. Let's not go ahead and get into it. But uh, before we do that, hold on, we got sound effects today.
1: Is this your game? Huh? Is this your game?
0: Yeah, the growling at the end cracks me up, but I couldn't edit it out really because it was so close to the, uh, it was part of the scene, you know what I'm saying? But, um, Man, that's the question today that we're going to be exploring. Is this your king? We're going to talk about it from a couple different angles. And uh, we might as well jump into the Bible right now, man. Y'all ready to jump into the Word? Oh, you know what? Before that, let me make my little announcement about um, the Text family. Uh, Thank you to everybody who's a part of Inspire Guys People Text family. I actually made a video last week. So um, kudos to me for that. And um, I'm going to actually really, really try to get more consistent than that. But if you are not a part of the text family, shoot us a text at this number, 833-946-2518. Again, 833-946-2518. And all I want you to put in the text message itself is be inspired. B-E-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D. Be inspired. No spaces or anything. It's all together. If you have spaces, it won't, like you won't join the text group and you know you joined it when you get the message back, the welcome message back. So that's how you know that you successfully sent it through. Be inspired. Text that to 833-946-2518. I look forward to having you a part of the family. And I'm going to try to get better, people. Thank you for everybody who's a part of that, Um, even in the midst of my inconsistencies. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Matter of fact, I ain't even just saying happy. I ain't saying happy no more. I'm just say Thanksgiving to you. You know what I'm saying? It's your day. Thanksgiving. I want to say Thanksgiving too to the people who email me. Y'all are my favorite people. You know I appreciate also the Instagram um messages. It's typically Instagram or um an email. So if you want to email me, it's JermaineWilsonMusic at Gmail Again, JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. You can find all my contact information in the description of the show. So just go down there and scroll, you know what I'm saying, if you're trying to figure out how to get in touch with me or if you want to hear more of my music on Apple Music and Spotify and stuff, like just go into the description of the show. And if I have a guest, you can go there, you know what I'm saying, and check that out. But to the people who email me and shoot me um, messages on Instagram, I get a lot of feedback about the show from a lot of people, and it is, like, again, super encouraging. And it's a blessing that y'all are getting so much out of the show. When I hear y'all feedback, it encourages me because I don't think people realize like when you're doing a show like this, you're not just like, you're learning too. Like, I'm trying to become better as you like dive into content. And am I, when I'm diving into content or when I'm reading the word with you, like, I'm trying to get something just as much as I'm trying to uh, contribute something. And that has happened for me through the years in this show. I tell y'all all the time, this show is the blueprint that is that's what it is for me It's like if anybody asks me how, ever how I did something how you do that or how I'm be like you gotta go ahead and listen to episode one own up to wherever we at now but start there and you're gonna literally find the process that I have implemented in my own life and um you know it's been a blessing ups and downs I'm human I'm going through a lot right now just like am I, I think like in a professional world I'm just super busy. It's also some things I can't really talk about, not because they like that deep, but just out of confidentiality. So it's like, you know, I got a lot going on right now, if I'm being honest, like if I'm being all the way real, I got a lot going on. Super busy. Um, It's like one of them seasons where you like where it's a lot of transition or change or unknown. And I love the unknown from the standpoint of like the unknown represents possibility and hope and faith. As much as it represents like uncertainty, and so, um, but at the end of the day, I got a lot of that going on in a lot of areas right now. Um, but they are, I mean, all like per- professional and like career and you know life decisions. But nothing like nothing like horrible, nothing detrimental. Detrimental. My my family, my wife, we all good. You know, life, health, strength, all that stuff. But just. Sometimes you have a lot going on in life and that happens in this show. And I want y'all to know that, like, I'm just like you as I'm listening to these things and and like today's topic um, is important to me. And as we dive into these topics, they hit home for me, too. So when you give feedback or you let me know what you liked about the show or what stood out, it also helps me in um, being able to decide, like, what type of topics to continue to bring to the show. So, again, thanksgiving to you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Anyway, let's jump into it, man. Let's get into the word of God. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. And uh, we're going to be in 1 Samuel. And let's go, I think we're going to do 1 through 9 maybe. And then like go to 18 and 19. But let's, let's, let's just take a look at what's being said here. Um, again, in the New Living Translation, the subtitle says, Israel request a king. Verse 1. As Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons to be judges over Israel. Jobel and Jobel, uh, Joel, I can talk, and Abijah, 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 A-B-I-J-A-H. I I don't know. When I can't pronounce a word in the Bible, this is a little trick I use sometimes. I will like put the Bible on audio and let it read it to me, but I'm not going to do that since I'm live on the show right now. Or not live, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm on the show. I'm recording. Um, let's see. Abijah? Abijah or Abijah? I'm gonna call him Abijah. That's that feels right to me. Uh Joel and Abijah. Um, his oldest sons held court in Bathsheba. So, verse three. So basically, all right, right there, because I was going left field talking about pronunciation. Um, you know, Samuel got old and he appointed his sons into a position like, you know, like many people do. Right. If you're a CEO or if you um, have a business or you do anything, a lot of pastors in churches. Right. They appoint their sons. Nothing wrong with that. Just generally speaking. Verse three. Here's where it gets a little tricky. But they were not like their father for they were greedy for money. They accepted bribes and perverted justice. Man, that's rough. You know what I'm saying? So you have this man of God in Samuel who's held this position. He's getting older, want to put his sons in position, but they're accepting bribes. They're greedy, like, and they're perverting justice, right? So they're just not doing the right thing by the people overall. Verse four. Finally, all the elders of Israel met at Ramah to discuss the matter with Samuel. Look, they told him, you are now old and your sons are not like you. Give us a king to judge us like all the other nations have. Verse 6. Samuel was displeased with their requests and went to the Lord for guidance. So all that's happening right now is the people are basically like, look, um, they not like you, bro. They're not doing a great job. And we would like a king. Now, Samuel didn't like this. Now uh, Before I move forward, this is interesting to me. And I don't have an answer to this. I actually haven't read this in a while. I need to study it a little more. So I'm sure there's some, like a lot of times with the Bible, right? There's what we read on the surface, which is somewhat of what we're doing today. And then there's like the background of everything. So a lot of times when I'm reading the word, this is where I'll start digging for reminders. I've read this before several times, but there are like, I'm sure there are pieces to the puzzle behind the scenes. Like, cause What's interesting to me is like his sons were clearly not the right people for the job and they were doing wrong, but he was upset that the people were asking for a king. Now, maybe it's that he would have been okay if they asked for, you know, different judges, but they went ahead and asked for a king. I don't know the answer to that. I'm just telling y'all how I think through things. And this is how I would go in a rabbit hole trying to just study and figure out the detail behind that one item of like, why was he not pleased with their request from that standpoint? Again, Bible scholars out there, shoot me an email, jermainewilsonmusic at gmail.com. Maybe you know this off the top of your head. Maybe this is something you've been studying and you want to share a little insight. Feel free to shoot me a message or hit me up on Instagram. My name on there is at Mr. Bellweather. That's Mr. underscore Bellwether, B-E-L-L-W-E-T-H-E-R. Who knows how I got to this point? How am I promoting in the middle of reading the word? God forgive me. We still here. Let's do it. You my king, God. You my king. All right. Verse six. Samuel was displeased with their request and went to the Lord for guidance. Seven. Do everything they say to you, the Lord replied, for they are rejecting me, not you. They don't want me to be their king any longer. Woo, that's deep. Now, some would say that's the answer to your question, Jermaine. Of course, I had already read this beforehand. Um, I don't think so. I think it's deeper. Only because, like, okay, clearly they're rejecting God, so maybe that's the what, but I'm looking for the why. Why is, and, and here's the reason why. The only reason I'm asking, I'm, I'm like, I can talk curious about the why, and what I got to look at specifically, right, because I understand the overall dynamics, what I have to look at specifically is why, what am I trying to say? I drew a blank. Oh, his sons. Like, because you would think, right, his sons are horrible. That should make it okay. So that's the part, that's the part that's throwing me off right now that I'm not remembering. And I got to go back to is like, well, it's his son, like his sons are horrible. And this is also like the reason why I'm having this open dialogue this way with y'all is like, there are things, like I always go back to the scripture. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. When you're studying the Bible, reading the word and stuff, you don't just go off what feels or seems right. Because to me, in my flesh and in my mind, it's like, yo, it should be perfectly okay with me uh, requesting a new replacement, considering these guys are bribing and perverting justice and all of that, right? But it's deeper because even as I'm thinking out loud, sometimes people can use something as an excuse, right? To say, oh, well, since they're bad, we're going to request the king. But you probably already wanted a king anyway. And then that is... The problem is because you don't want the Lord to be your king anymore. You want man to be your king, right? And so you used an excuse. Anyway, those I'm just thinking out loud, walking y'all through how I think through uh, personally when I'm reading the word and how you can um, also just go and study things and how we should go and study things. You don't always know every single thing off the top of your mind, your head, even if you read something, even if you studied it before. We have to continue reading the word of God. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. Verse six. I mean, eight. (laughs) Why did I say six? Ever since I brought them from Egypt, they have continually abandoned me and follow other gods. And now they are giving you the same treatment. Do as they ask, but solemnly warn them about the way a king will reign over them. So God has basically told Samuel, look, this ain't even about you and your sons. This is about me, right? So again, it's like a diversion. Like they're blaming the sons, but it's really about their their issues with God and their lack of commitment to him. They really want a new king. And it's like, yo, like, we don't want you, but we want you to give us somebody. Okay, cool. Like, again, these are things like you could say that answers the question. But see, I'm thinking so much deeper. I'm just thinking deeper into it. It also could be a situation where I'm thinking too deep into it. But that's something I just got to look at. Um, when I get done with this, all right, so verse, uh, 18, when that day comes, this is where it gets deep, right? Because Samuel ha- is warning the people. Um, and I want you to think about like something in this. Well, well, we'll get to that in a second. 18, when that day comes, you will beg for relief from, from this King you are demanding, but then the Lord will not help you. Verse 19, but the people refused to listen to Samuel's warning. Even so, we still want a king, they said. And then in 21, and the Lord replied, do as they say and give them a king. Then Samuel agreed and sent the people home. All right, so a couple things I really wanted to um kind of pull out of that scripture is first, um, really three things I want to say. Uh, First, his sons weren't automatically like him. I think sometimes in life, People want their kids to have the same passion that they have about things. But the reality is your kids don't live the same life as you. This is something I've been talking about with some friends of mine and things lately, is because um the example that's come up a lot is the idea of like um, you know, leaving money for your kids. And again, I've read a lot of books, also heard a lot of wealthy people talk. And when you listen to them talk about that topic, you know, their position is like. You know, um, I'm rich and my kids aren't rich, right? And so long story short, that, that could be a whole show. I don't want to get into that. But the point is that a lot of times the kids blow the money. And the reason is, is because the kids don't have what you have. Meaning when you started off, you were broke and you learned all these lessons or you were struggling and you learned all these lessons that struggling taught you. And so you had an appreciation for success and finances and growth, right? But your kids don't have that; they got you. <laughs> and so, ultimately, what ends up happening is I, I'm just saying this so that we all realize that our children are not necessarily going to just be like us automatically. Now, again, I don't know the depth to this. Maybe it was something that Samuel didn't teach him. Maybe that's a flaw that he has. You know what I mean? I don't know the detail behind these these guys. But ultimately, my point is, I do think that's interesting because sometimes we can assume, "Hey, you a man, a guy? You're a woman, a god." You're this, your kids must be this. And this is how sometimes no offense to my PKs out there. This is how sometimes pastors, kids terrorize the church in the same way that Samuel's sons did, because they have access to the keys to the kingdom. um, And a lot of times they haven't earned it. So anyway, that's, that's the first thing. Second thing there for me is that um, the people weren't rejecting Samuel and his sons. They were rejecting God. Again, I know on the surface that's really the answer to the question I was talking about, but I'm more concerned with the why. Like why did it not matter? Like, and again, I could be thinking way too deep into this and that part. And then um, but I do that, like with the Bible, I dig into like the little smallest details sometimes is what I'm intrigued with. But anyway, the people weren't rejecting Samuel, they were rejecting God. And so it's really a, a question, like when we like as people cry for new leaders. And we cry for things. And a lot of times you could think about politicians, for instance, like people cry for politicians. We need this person out of there. We need this person in here. Like, I don't care what side of the fence you're on. At the end of the day, it's like, are you really rejecting God? Like, is maybe that leader is doing something wrong or bad, just like Samuel's sons. But you're using it as a diversion because you wanted to get away from God's will anyway like you wanted to get away from God's way of doing things anyway and this person was just the poster child for a reason and an excuse for you to blame them even though they're dead wrong right all right are you rejecting God and thirdly whew, he gave them what they asked for but he did warn them though <laughs> and i think what ends up happening is sometimes in life we get what we ask for and as people we have to understand like sometimes God will warn you but it's like, uh, he looking like, is this your king? Hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Is this your king? Huh? Is this your king?
0: That growl is gonna get me at the end every time.
1: <laughs> just like,
0: I'm sorry, man. I pay attention to the dumbest stuff. Like the growl at the end is just so random. <laughs> like, why, man? Come on, T'Challa. Um, you know what I'm saying? God rest his soul. Um, I done said T'Challa and, oh, uh, Chadwick Bozeman. God rest his soul, man. Um all right, so those are the three things right there. And then when you really like think about it, right, like God warned them. And I think like sometimes, you know, for us as as people, we have to look at our lives and say, what are the things that I'm blaming on turning away from God? What have I made my king? Who have I made my king over Christ? Because I don't like the way the current leadership is and this, that, and the other end. Look, I'm going to be direct with y'all. Um, you know, politics is so interesting to me. And, th- and this is like, let's, let's make it plain. This was a political situation back then because they were talking about a king. And there were all these things that Samuel warned them about what the king is going to do when he comes in. But the people wanted him anyway. And then they were going to like he told them, you're going to beg for this to be over. And they said, even still, we want a king. I just want to warn the people of God, man, and like really like bring it to your attention. As we're out here living in the world, it's real important for us not to just follow what the world is doing. And this is why I love the Bible. And like, I love how these things are like here plainly in scripture um, as examples for us to think through similar situations and scenarios of like, all right, Lord, when I'm begging, you know, for a certain president or leader, and then like, it's like, I, uh, maybe the, maybe the one person is bad. Maybe they did some bad things. I don't know it's like, do you really want this? And then you get it. And then it's like, ah, now you complain. But like, ah, that's just what happens in life. And so this is my issue as believers. I don't believe that we should be dependent on politicians um, the way that we should be dependent on Christ. And I think that in the world we live in today, people are looking for politicians to be their heroes. And they're looking for them to be their king. And for me, I just think that's a concern when we're focusing more on the physical king or the physical leader than the spiritual leader. And you're, we're losing track of the fact of like, what does God say? What is his will? Maybe these physical leaders on or these natural leaders on on every end, no matter what side they're on, Democrat, Republican, regardless of what country you live in, whatever it's called. Right. And it's, you know, shout out to this show. We, you know, by the grace of God, we we probably um hit five to ten countries a week on average, you know have multiple listeners in various countries, so you know what I'm saying, excuse me for talking all American with my terminology, but you get the point like ultimately at the end of the day, we cry for leaders, but sometimes what we're really doing is rejecting God, and we're we're using the excuse of um, what someone else is doing wrong to cover up our desire. Um, to go away from God's will in our life, and I just want us as believers to be mindful. Like, you know, we don't want to be in that situation where God is like, "Is this your king?" Like, that, like this, like, like right here, like not me, but him.
1: Is this your king? Huh? Is this your king?
0: The growl, bro. The growl at the end. It's just, <laughs> I can't handle it. All right. So yeah, that's that, man. You know. Um. Hopefully that word blesses y'all. We gonna keep it moving. I actually, like I told y'all. Um, actually, um, like just randomly recorded a half of us. I don't know what the, it's a song, I guess, or somewhat of a song, not completely finished. Um, I, of course, because I'm here recording myself, I did the mix and everything myself. So it's not necessarily all the way professionally sounding, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. It ain't red. You know, y'all know, I have a producer engineer red. when we get busy and start doing real stuff in the studio like red handles the stuff, you know what I'm saying? But for random things like this, sometimes y'all get the J-Will mix for the podcast songs. And that's what this is. But I'm gonna play this song, man. Hopefully you enjoy it. Again, it was just some things on my heart as I think through like this idea of like, man, are are we really dependent on God or are we begging for another king? And and then what are we gonna do as we get these kings that we that we ask for, that we think, you know, are are servant. I had a um I had an episode called solving God problems and it was about abortion and I think what happens with us a lot of times and check that episode out if you haven't heard it it might have been episode 28 that's that comes to mind a number um I could be wrong but it was somewhere I think in the 20s um solving God problems and it's just like at the end of the day man like some of the things we're depending on men to solve injustices and all these things like we are sinful beings like These politicians and people in power, like, I'm not saying none of them can be trusted, but I'm saying as a whole, like the idea of depending on a politician to be your hero on either side, Republican or Democrat, either issue. My position is we need to be focused on Christ. And I'm not saying that God won't use politicians, but listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying God comes first. The foundation and principles of the Bible come first. Then I'll support the politician. I feel like we've been doing the opposite where we've been calling for the politicians who believe in the um some of the issues we believe in we're ignoring all the other issues right so we're willing to say hey long as you good on my issue let's bring that in for, bring you in for that i don't care if you kill other 10 other issues that go against the word of god and i'm not saying you find a perfect politician but what i'm saying is this politics politicians is about policy at the end of the day we focus too much on characters the king we focus too much on the narrative of the person whether we love them or hate them, that, and we ignore the policies. People know everything about these presidents and, and the presidential candidates, know all of their business, know everything about their personality, know nothing about their policies. And I'm saying people, just generally speaking, when I ask everyday people who hate a certain person and I ask them why from a political standpoint, policy, politician, like they can't tell you the policy. They only know the character of the person. And I'm just saying, ultimately, the character I'm chasing is Christ. Like that's the person. That's the that is the foundation of who I want in leadership. And then we'll find the policies to um, you know, agree with that. And then, you know, wherever their personality, I mean, it's hey, I don't care if you like orange juice or apple juice at the end of the day, as long as the policies are right. So as you can tell, I'm passionate. I got a lot of things on my mind today. And some of this does come from um the post that I told y'all went viral. And matter of fact, we will probably Go to the post after this song. So check out this song. It's only like a minute and a half, two minutes. It's called Is This Your King? I just not even wrote it. I just sat here in the studio. And I actually sat down and rapped this. I never, like when I record real songs, I stand up. I actually sat down right here in the podcast studio and I rapped this song um, from my seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of random and weird. Like, I just never picture a rapper sitting down. But there you have it. Is This Your King? Check it out. Let me know what y'all think. Jermaine Wilson Music at gmail.com Hit me up, give me all your feedback on the show
1: <laughs> It's kinda crazy how easy we turn Backs on Jesus, we need to return to the faith and remember the reason we
0: yearn for the spirit in the midst of the flesh. Do you remember the blessing? Or did you forget because you are stressing? Not just rapping, I am teaching a
1: lesson. Pay attention to the word I was stretching. Sin, the same. Viral. Is this People say anything just to go viral Is this Got a message for you
0: I'ma keep my focus on
1: God man. All these lost souls trying to troll me Thank God they ain't dealing with the old me I'ma keep it bottled up like a cold drink I could've took the last shot like
0: You just heard Is This Your King by yours truly, Jay Will Music. Again, we just, uh, or we sometimes I talk about my stuff like I'm multiple people. (laughs) What's wrong with you, bruh? We or me, I sometimes make songs for this podcast. I did it a couple of weeks ago with a song called, what was it called? Give your lunch to Jesus. Give your lunch to Jesus. That's what it was. So, hopefully y'all enjoy these podcast exclusive songs, but let's move it on and get social people. Let me know what you think about the song.
1: It's time to get social Let's get social It's so- mm-hmm. time to get social Come on. Mm-hmm. Let's get social uh-huh. Let's get social sure. yeah. Let's get social Let's get social Guys, people, oh It's time to go over to my
0: Facebook page We about to hit up my Facebook page And um. We're going to take a look at this post that I made I think about a week ago. November 12th is when I made the post actually. And uh this post right here um had close to 4,000 likes or reactions. I'm saying reactions cuz people react in different ways. Um 2,600 comments and 100,000 shares. Yeah, so this post right here um man, like it got a lot of attention. I was not expecting. I don't know that I don't know that I've ever gotten 100,000 shares, to be honest. Um, On Twitter, I used to make some pretty popular semi-viral posts. And I think they were more in the tens of thousands, not ever like being at 100,000. So this may actually be in all of my years of social media and all of the um, amazing things that I have thought I've said. um, This is the one that gets 100,000 shares. And so here's what the post says. 2020 stimulus checks, 2021 inflation, moral free money ain't free. That's the post, people. That's the post that got a hundred thousand shares, 2600 comments, and at least half of them I'm getting completely cussed out. One of the more simple posts that I've ever feel like I've made in my life. Like I've said. Way more controversial things, I've said what I think would be considered better things, you know what I'm saying, but um, I think there are a couple of reasons this post um went, I guess you can call that viral, I guess hundred thousand is viral, right, close to it um i don't I don't know what's considered viral for real, for real, but it got a lot of attention, and so then i'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like as the post is getting a reaction, so let me like put y'all in my mind, like when it got to like a thousand shares, I'm like, huh like a thousand shares I've had a thousand shares before but I still felt I was like why is this getting whatever and what what happened like right away was like people started responding to the post and kind of like telling me why the stimulus checks didn't cause inflation and um people were going into like supply chain and like basically instantly and when I say instantly I mean even people that know me like the first few comments, like people that know me, is like just completely trying to educate me on something. Um, it, This is why these type of posts are interesting to me. Is like the approach that people take on social media is not the approach that they take in real life. And it actually would be illogical. Um, and even though like the first few people that, I mean, people that are familiar with me, like we're responding it's like I'm like do y'all know what I do for a living like sometimes <laughs> I don't know I think sometimes it's funny with social media people like just assume you are just like them like I don't know what you do I don't I don't assume anything about people that I don't know you can be a genius you could be as dumb as a bag of bricks I don't know but ultimately It was funny for me to for people to start educating me on things like with supply chain, and I work with these things at a Fortune 50 company every day. I work with pricing every single day. I deal with contracts. I deal with negotiations. And so, in some ways, like working at an organization, a Fortune 50 organization during the pandemic, especially, um, a lot of these issues you're seeing at a very high level because you're selling some of the biggest brands in the world. So some of the things that people are going into stores or going to amusement parks or different properties around the world, certain brands and products they're looking for, you know, um, you know, they are brands that the organization I work for sell. And I'm speaking on behalf of myself today, not on behalf of the organization. But I'm just telling you, you know, like we have like 94% household penetration in the organization I work for. And so I see how. Pricing is getting impacted going into 22. I've had visibility to some pricing. Like, people aren't going to like some things. And my point ultimately is, like, it's funny to me, literally laughable, for people to, A, jump to conclusions. So, like, you have a lot of people that just, like, insert all of this additional meaning in your post. And then, B, start educating you. Like, and I'm looking like, well, what do you do? Introduce yourself. Because in real life what happens is this. In real life, you don't walk up to people you don't know or a topic you don't know what they know about and start just schooling them. Imagine I'm walking in the mall and two people are talking and then I just go to them and start schooling them. I don't ask them questions first. Hey, what did you mean by that? Were you being literal? The second part is that like people were talking as if the guidelines for social media is to provide complete context. With everything that you're saying, give a dissertation, write an encyclopedia of a post. No, there were about 10 to 12 words on the post. And I stand by the post. But as y'all know, the, like here's what's ironic. The entire reason, if you go back, for those of you who have been listening to the show um, from the beginning episodes, the reason that this segment exists, Let's Get Social, is because I got tired of people mistaking what I was trying to say on social media. And it irritates me, so I was like, you know what? For the people who listen to my podcast, we are going to have some posts, and I'm actually going to give more context behind them because that's impossible to do on social media. But here's the other thing. There's a thin line between disagreeing and disrespecting. And a lot of people these days, and what I really want to talk about um, even as it relates to like the idea of is this your king, is that like the approach that we take as Christians. Now, I would imagine that all these people on this post aren't Christians, but I'm talking to Christians today, to the people listening to this show. The way the world carries and conducts themselves is not an excuse for us to conduct ourselves the same way. I know that's challenging, but simple things like a social media post, I can't understand why some of these people are so mad at me. People literally are cussing me out. Now, again, there are a lot of people defending me, too. But the thing that's ironic is like, yo, it this post feel like it ain't even mine no more. It's just the thousands of people just like arguing and then sharing it and debating on their pages. And I'm like, wow, this is what got y'all mad. And here's what I realized about it. Is that everybody politicized what I was saying. So I was struggling to understand why this was so controversial in the first couple thousand likes or shares or whatever. And then I realized, oh, this is political to y'all. See, for me, (laughs) I'm speaking factual and I'm adding my opinion with the end of free money ain't free, right? That's opinion. Fact was in 2021, stimulus checks happened. And uh, I mean, in 2020, stimulus checks happen in 2021. Really, what is considered hyperinflation is happening now? I could have put hyperinflation again. I could have been way more literal, but that's I mean, no, I'm not doing it. I'm saying what I wanted to say. Um, But ultimately, like those things happen. And I wasn't understanding how you could argue about something that's happening, because the same people who are debating me on this post are complaining about gas prices. And then they're saying inflation happens every year, but then they're complaining about, you know, Thanksgiving food prices. It was like, well, you can't say this happens every year and then complain about it as if it's unique and it's an anomaly because this level of inflation doesn't happen every year. That's number one. Um, Number two, the other thing that was interesting to me, or number five, whatever point we own, there's a lot to unpack in this post. And um, But I I just want y'all to think through, like, the psychology of how we carry ourselves as believers. And if Jesus is your king, right? A, you don't have to politicize everything. You don't need, like, these people are on my post assuming that they know something, assuming that I'm making, like, people start talking about Trump then and Biden. And I'm like, I never said any of that. I never said that what I, was, what I was stating was coming from a political standpoint. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I'm speaking the truth. And if if the truth is Republican or Democrat to you, then that's your problem and not mine. In my opinion, the truth is the truth. Like, so it's like from from my perspective, when I say something like this is the challenge in talking these days, you can't even talk without people politicizing your point of view. It's like, no, look, bro, the dollar store, uh, I think it was Dollar Tree. They permanently changed their their price to a dollar twenty five and up yesterday or this week. Okay, I didn't I'm I don't care who you voted for. It's the dollar 25 store. And if you saying this level of inflation happens every year, then in the next 3 years I expect it to be the 2 dollar store. Otherwise, this level of inflation doesn't happen every year. Um but nevertheless, even if you disagree with me, there's a way to have a conversation without disrespecting someone. You don't have to disrespect someone to disagree with them. And I'm like, man, like are people Like maybe just not that intelligent where you can't respond with intelligent words. You have to cuss at me and call me out my name and you know nothing about me. For all you know, I could be an economist. That's the crazy thing about it. And by the way, there are economists that also agree with the fact that there's hyperinflation happening. And there are probably some economists that disagree. And that leads to another one of my points. Everyone. And again, this is still about politicizing. This is about who is your king? Is this your king? Everyone wants to argue statements in a matter of fact, black or white way. And I think that's messing us up as a country, man, because it's like, or as a world, a population. It's like, all right, y'all want everything, literally everything to be about Democrat or Republican. Y'all want a king. Y'all like it's people talking about Bernie Sanders and, and Trump and stuff. And I'm like, hey, bro, I ain't say nothing about Trump. You did. First of all, I don't need Trump to say something. I don't need an, a, a Republican or a Democrat or a politician to be my hero to speak for me. I lived in 2021 and I lived in 2020. And so, therefore, I'm entitled to an opinion, but I'm also entitled to look at the facts. Like, I'm also like I can look at the facts and say, hey, there was there were stimulus checks in 2020. Now, again, anyone who listens to this show knows that I like to be abstract on abstract on purpose. And I also, again, the reason this segment exists is because I don't like explaining, trying to explain myself on social media because it's difficult. And the way people communicate on there is just very hostile and pointless. And I'm a more intellectual, logically driven person. And I want to have philosophical conversations about how we think. And I don't necessarily need to be right. I just want to think deeper and talk deeper about it. I don't want to argue with people I don't know. Like, that's weird to me. I don't know you. Why would I argue with you about inflation and stimulus checks? I don't know you. All right. But here's the thing. The other thing that people did, and this is my problem again, like this is why this segment exists, is because the way the world is conditioned today, people are conditioned to hear things through a political ear. So if they feel like what you're saying is on the other political side, then they just start filling in the blanks. So that's why people start talking about Trump and people start talking about politics and you know Bernie Sanders and this person said this about taxes. And the other thing they did that was funny to me is that I just said stimulus checks. Now, again, when I said stimulus checks, I wasn't even talking about really the individual stimulus checks, right? Right. Because depending on where you search it or how it's worded, it could be considered a COVID relief fund or a stimulus package. It consisted of everything. The money that the free money that went to businesses, um, the free money that went a 100 different places. Right. What I was really getting at was the moral, which is why I put moral at the bottom. Free money ain't free money or free money ain't free. So the real point I was making was this. And that's why I put moral. Right. So. You don't got, this, these are the examples up here, 2020 um, stimulus checks, 2021 inflation. I didn't say how one causes the other or how they correlate or whatever. I just said that and I gave a moral, free money ain't free. That's the real point. Free money isn't free. But here's the other thing. For people who listen to my podcast, I said this while it was happening. I told y'all, hey, leverage the the stimulus checks if you get them. Um, Leverage what you can, but understand it won't always be like this. And there's a consequence to this because that money got to be paid back some somehow. The the country speaking from a U.S. standpoint, the U S is in debt, but other countries did it as well. Um, Now, a couple more things I want to say about this. And I know I'm a little all over the place with this topic, but I'm hoping you can grab some of the heart of what I'm saying. Um, The idea that free money isn't free is just to say, Hey, whether you're a business that got free money. And I, and again, be, this is where it's funny. Because of the line of work that I do, I also was involved with businesses getting free money. I was involved in literally negotiating and setting up certain deals that gave businesses money. And so ultimately, that's, again, funny to me that everybody took this to be a shot at the, per, the personal $1,400 stimulus check, and I never said that. I just ultimately said free money isn't free. This happened in 2020, it did. This happening in 2021, it is. Whether it happens every year or not, it's happening. Never said how they correlate or what the cause and effect are. But I said, there's a moral. Free ain't, free money ain't free. And here's the deal. I told businesses, I I remember telling a business in particular last year that I was working with, and I said, look, you got to understand that what we're doing this year, we don't do this. This isn't how it works. So, I don't want you to think that you know, number one, because let me say why I'm saying this. I look at myself as a consultant when I'm working with businesses. I'm not just here to sell something to you or or serve you in that way, but I'm also here to help you. If you're a smaller um starting business, help you understand, hey, use this and leverage it, position it for the long term. But don't expect it again. Like, it's not the norm. So because if you ex- expect it again, here's why I'm saying that. If you think 2020 and stimulus checks, whether it's for your business, your home, or a mortgage or student loan not getting paid, if you think that's the norm, you're handicapping yourself. You're putting yourself in a position where you're going to depend on other people to get somewhere in life. But if you, again, that's a consumer. If you're a contributor, you're thinking, okay, I got a lump sum of money. How can I leverage this? How can I grow it? How can I sustain it? Not how can I go blow it. Now, again, the caveat are, is people who actually needed the money to survive, like get something to eat, all that, right? But I know a lot of people. Don't play that game with me. I'm not saying those people don't exist. But look, I look, come on. I know a lot of people. Got a lot of family. Got a lot of friends. I know where some of them stimulus checks went. I know people was traveling with those checks. It was some couple Louis Vuitton purses that exist because of those checks. So don't talk to me. I also know that people... Businesses, the same way. People taking out loans for businesses, using it for other stuff, like, y'all ain't fooling me. Everybody, you ain't fooling me. So what's my point? My point is, ultimately, the whole concept, everybody skipped over the, not everybody, but the people who were arguing were, they were so politically driven about something that I didn't even, like, it's crazy, I didn't intend, I didn't know I was starting a political war on my page. Um, figuratively speaking. But my point is like, all right, all of that beside, did we get stimulus checks and businesses and all that free money was printed last year? There's supply and demand and currency as well. When you have an oversupply of currency like that printed, 40% of all the money ever printed in the U.S. was printed in 2020. It don't matter to me who the president was. Like I don't understand why people brought that up. Like, that happened. Like, look it up. It happened. Now, Here's the other thing. As it relates to people wanting to get into all these other issues as to why we're having hyperinflation. A, you got to pick a side. Either you're arguing with me that this happens all the time or it doesn't. Because if it happens all the time, why are you bringing up supply chain? If it happens every year, why are you making any of these points? Okay, so that leads me to believe that you do agree that there is some hyperinflation happening in 2021. You just don't want to make the connection between that and free money because you want to live off free money. You want more free money. See, I'm the kind of person is like, I'll leverage whatever I could get. But at the end of the day, I'm not expecting somebody to take care of me. That's not how I live my life. That's not why how I encourage or inspire others to live. I inspire you as much as God has blessed you and enabled you to do to get up and make something happen for your life. And if you can't, then there are programs that exist for you. But I am not a believer in abusing the system taking money I don't need. I'm not a person that believes in like all these little schemes and scams and people trying to get extra money. No, I believe in going and making it on my own. And I believe that's the the sustainable solution is that, Hey, what they say, teach a man to fish. He'll eat for a day. I mean, give a man a fish. He'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish. He'll whatever, whatever. My thing is like, okay, well teach me how to fish and then teach me how to sell a fish. Because if you teach a a man how to sell a fish, he'll leave a legacy. At the end of the day, okay, cool, I know how to fish. But if I can't sell it, I can't, I can only, um, I only need what I can eat. But if you can fish and sell a fish, now you can make money off the fish. So all I'm saying is, be a person that is diligent, not a person that conditions yourself to need something from people. Because again,
1: Is this your game? Huh? Is this your game?
0: Answer the question. Who is your king, man? These politicians can't save you. If you think these people are just pure, then again, just like Samuel warned the people of Israel. I'm trying to warn y'all, man. This idea that politicians are coming to save your life is a trick of the enemy, in my opinion. It's the idea That I want somebody else to do for me what God has blessed me to do for myself. Listen, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm going to choose it every time. The Bible says work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. There are uh, hundreds of scriptures that talk about the issue with being laziness and where that leads to. Read the parable of the talents. For the one servant that buried his talent, he was casted into outer darkness. I don't know about you, but outer darkness don't sound like the darkness. I can talk. It don't sound like the place I'm trying to be simply for burying my talent and expecting something free from somebody else. Man, get up and make something happen for your life so that you can sustain it and leave a legacy for your family. And if you can't, the Bible also says, you know, to take care of the poor and the widows. Like, I get it. I understand it. Helping and taking care of people or the widows and the children and the orphans. That's the word I was looking for. The widows and the orphans. Bible says the poor almost always be amongst us. The point I'm making is that at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm not sitting here making a I'm not going off on people who can't do nothing. That's pointless. Come on, y'all. Man, we got to be more intelligent than that. But what I what I am saying is like this world is going mad like just completely politicizing everything you say. And some people are so driven by politics that they can't see the truth. I don't care who is in office. At the end of the day, last year something happened, this year something happened, and the person in office is not my hero. They are not going to save me from everything. Jesus is my king. And Jesus Christ gave me abilities, gifts, and talents. And I am not going to bury my talents to take advantage of some free money program or this, that, and the other at the end of the day. Hey, if y'all wanna erase student loans, I welcome you to do it. Don't get me wrong, I'm gonna take full advantage of it and I'm gonna leverage it. But what I'm not gonna do is, I'm not gonna try to scheme and scam and get things that I don't deserve or that's not real or try to get some money under a fake business name. I don't believe in that type of stuff. I will work hard for it and it will outlast anything that I could ever fake. And so at the end of the day, Everybody who's mad at me because I said, you know, what I said on this post. Thank you for the shares. I mean, was, I don't know. Appreciate it. You know, my podcast got quite a few new listeners last week because of it. So I just start putting the podcast on the link. And I, I will say this, too. Hey, man, I, I was being, you know me, I'm silly. I started, like, kind of joking with some of the people, like, just being sarcastic. And I'm like, you know what? It's the crazy thing about trolls. I noticed I learned a lot about trolls on this post. Hey, they can outlast you. Like so it was like I joked maybe 3 or 4 times, I put the link to the show and I'm like, "You know what?" Them people kept going. I'm like, "I don't have the energy." A troll is going to get the last laugh with me because ultimately, you I don't know what you're doing. I don't want to like disrespect anybody. Like I don't know where you work at, what you do, but I'm busy, man. I'm tired. Like I got a lot of stuff going on. And arguing with you about inflation on this post ain't going to do nothing for my life, whether I'm right or wrong. At the end of the day, whether I'm right or wrong, I still got to do what I got to do. And you got to do what you got to do. And the the stimulus is gone. So now you out here on your own with inflation to figure it out. So that's my point. At the end of the day, uh, trolls. This is the last thing I'll say about trolls. Trolls are funny to me. Even people you know, like, because there are people that I know that they don't come on my post until they disagree with me. And just know that I noticed that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, people come on your posts because they need attention. And they, like, notice with most trolls, they are not trolling on their own posts because nobody's paying attention to it. They're trying to leverage your post with all this attention to bring attention to them. There's so many fake experts on my pages, man. Uh, but But again, like, a lot of this stuff is like a constant learning because, like, I prefer to be a low key person. I'm not really a person in need. All the, like, when it was getting all them shares, I'm like, oh, man, I got hundreds of friend requests. And I welcome the new friends, especially if you rock with the content of Inspire Guys people. But I'm not going to lie. That's a little draining. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know how people be trying to seek this type of attention, especially from strangers, because it life get weird. Like, and y'all arguing about this? Let's say I'm dead wrong. Man, y'all know how much stuff I scroll on social media and I disagree with? And I could care less about jumping on your page and disagreeing with you. I don't have time. So it's like at the end of the day, trolls will leverage your posts for attention because they can't. They're not saying anything worth paying attention to themselves. So those are some of the things that I took away from it. Um, I don't need a politician to be my hero. Um, At the end of the day, politicians and politics um, I believe that on every end, they're campaigning. There's a little bit of lies and a little bit of um, flakiness and marketing on e- either side. I do um, you know, believe that um, there is a side that is pushing the country, especially in America, to be a little more towards the um, uh, anti-God, anti-Bible side, and I believe that um, there's still um, room on the other side to grow and to um, be relatable to people. I think that is something I think each side, Republicans and Democrats have different issues in America um, and different imperfections. And that's why I don't chase anyone to be perfect. I look at, um, you know, policies more than anything, like because I thought that's what it was about. And so when I speak about policies, it doesn't matter to me whether a, a Democrat or a Republican politician agrees with it. Here's the last thing I want to say for real, right? Again, hopefully y'all getting some things behind the psychology and just how I think about some of this stuff. Like, people are using words. Like, they're talking definitively. Like, a lot of people on this post were saying, no economist would agree with you. And I'm noticing the same thing with the vaccines and things like that in this country. People are saying things like, the science says, and I just want to call out cap on that. Like, you capping. Ain't that what y'all say? No, I don't think I ever said that, that slang before. You capping. Cap. How you say it? Is it cap or you capping? Capping when I was growing up was like blazing you and talking bad about you, not capping me, you lying. So, you lying. Because at the end of the day, scientists disagree all the time. Doctors say, okay, cool. Have you ever heard of the idea of a second opinion? That's why people get second opinions for at doctors all the time, because every doctor don't agree. This I- idea that the science says, who's the science? Who, Fauci? <laughs> My god man I don't know it's just like funny to me like like, are we living in real life or are we, are we already in the metaverse
1: is this the metaverse
0: <laughs> oh man look I, I enjoy just having that segment cause sometimes these let's get social segments are semi venting se- sessions um, but hey thanks to everybody who shared the post even if you were cussing me out um, I guess you helped spread the word and the awareness about the fact that I'm just making a simple statement and saying free money ain't free and I believe in um, the psychology of working for myself and working hard as much as I can for myself. And if I need help, I'll receive help. There is some humility in receiving help, but I don't seek out help where I don't need it. I don't look to abuse um, help and then also take away the opportunity for myself to learn and get better. So let's move on. I think we got one more segment and we're getting out of here.
1: Is this your king? Huh? Is this your king? Oh. What? what in
0: what world? in the world what in the world what in the world what in the world guys people um I'm gonna just get straight to it you know to end this show with this um what in the world i'm um my feelings was hurt yesterday because I want to know what in the world is up with this guy who came to clean our um heating the cooling system the, the air ducts or whatever you call it, hVAC system that's what I'm looking for. Um, so here's what happened. You know, we called the company. To, I look through coupon books when they come in the mail. I'm gonna just confess that right now off the bat, cause I'm always looking for a deal. Right, I'm looking for like, all right, what's the uh, sell me something? I I like being sold the right way on something. Sell me something I need. That's how I look at sales. Sales are not about selling people or convincing people to get things they don't need. It's opening the door and figuring out what they need. So. You know what I'm saying? I got something in the mail. It was like, clean your air duct system and we'll go in there with a camera inspection. And it made it sound like real nice. And like, you know, get rid of anything that's airborne in the air and have clean air coming. I'm like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, you know, we've been living where we live at now about four years. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Let me, we haven't done nothing with the H um HVAC system. Let me make sure I ain't breathing in no, no um dust particles. Right. And there's there was also something else we were trying to resolve um and make sure like these little vents outside didn't have any like um you know birds or something, you know, birds getting your vents outside and stuff like that, which, you know, we are pretty good there. But here's the thing, right? The coupon said $89. $89. I'm like, dang, that's 89 bucks. I got that. $89. You know what I'm saying? Where my stimulus at? He go eighty nine dollars from the stimulus right here. You know, I'm joking, but anyway. So my man shows up. Um, you know, he, he doing his thing. He bring this these huge like equipment in here. He cleaning out the system, and then he like, I kind of told him about the other vents outside. I wanted him to look at, make sure everything was cool. So, oh yeah, psh, I got you. Like, I look, I got you. I'm like, okay, bro, you, you my kind of people. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, my man. Then he hits me 20 minutes later when he's ready to go up there and look. He like, yeah, you know, um, it's $100 if I um, pull my ladder out.
1: <laughs> All right, well, uh-huh, what? Hey, you said what?
0: But but the coupon said, he said, oh, yeah, I bring out the a- a ladder. That's $100. And then if I got to go on m- any other side, I got to go on. Like, if you want me to go on one side, that's 100 If I got to go on the other side, that's 150 Then if you do something up there, it's
1: $50. I'm like, dang.
0: So the coupons say eighty nine, but y'all look. Before that man left, I had spent four hundred and fifty seven dollars. And when he left, you know how you feel like what just happened to me. I let me tell you how bad I, it was. When he left, I called him like two minutes after he left. I'm like, hold on, like, um, <laughs> um, can you just can you tell? He he didn't even show me the camera. So this would have made me mad. Was like. First of all, he was like, oh, yeah, I, psh, I took the tax off. I ain't charging you tax because you was nice. I'm like, all right, first of all, you tell everybody that, bro. You're not going to convince me that you did that because I was nice. I ain't that nice. You know what I'm saying? I was nice, but, I mean, come on, whatever. So the thing is, the coupon was all about this camera inspection and make sure, you know, ain't nothing in your vent system and stuff. Home- Homeboy left never had showed me nothing on the camera, so I called him. I'm like, yo, like, I mean... I mean, we good? Like, I ain't, you know, you, you hit me with the 457. Saw that. I saw that come out. But um, you, like, the vent? The vent good? Oh, yeah, the vent good. You know, it's just regular dust. with it. And in my mind, I'm like, did Buddy look in the vent? Like, or was the whole scam and the whole trick? Yo, you come here and set this big piece of equipment up next to my furnace. And while that's running for an hour and a half, you about to sell me $400 worth of stuff. So I just want y'all to know, um, I got taken take advantage of out here. I called him. I'm, I called him afterwards. Like, what up, man? Like, you know, hey, did you see something on the screen or what? Like, what we doing, bro? Ah, uh, $457 later, here I am, people. And I appreciate y'all for listening today. That is going to do it, man. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, to all of y'all families. Um, It is an amazing honor to be able to talk to you every week or sometimes every other week or sometimes twice a week on this show. Uh, We got an amazing episode coming up Uh, next week. I have um, interviewed a CEO um, from a finance company, financial wellness organization. And um, this lady's really experienced, has worked some really big jobs. And uh, we had an amazing conversation. I'm not going to say her name or organization yet because I want you to look out for it on the next episode. But much love to you. God bless you. Be safe. Enjoy your family on Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, shame on you. But I love you anyway. Do me a favor and share this episode with a friend. Tell somebody about this show. Leave a rating and review. And are you still listening? I'm all. You know, I'm really impressed with the people who listen all the way to the end. So I just want you to. I want you to know something right now. Who listening right now? You are a person that just don't give up, do you? You don't give up for no reason. Like you just gonna. You gonna. You gonna see it through. Free money ain't free to you. You my type of person. You don't leave no stone unturned. God bless you, love you. Have an amazing day.
1: Give your lunch to Jesus And let him do his work Give your lunch to Jesus And let him feed his church Give it all to Jesus And let him lead the way But he can't lead the way further than I ever go see way more than I could ever see so I'm trusting you with my legacy you do way more than I could ever do go way further than I ever go you see way more than I could ever see so I'm trusting you with my, my legacy. legacy say it. Jesus